0: And I'm Annie. And welcome, welcome to, to Burf Barf. Ting ting. We should have used the good crystal. <laughs> so I thought to myself, I'm going to try really hard, one, not to sing during the sound check, and two, to not start the episode recording laughing. Oh, I did it. Wow. I did it. We didn't I'm start. Ra- we didn't start laughing. That's great. Pretty much. Uh, I would say one out of two times we're giggling before we even That's very, hit the record very button. Very, very true. Very, very true. You know this. That's why you're here. That's, That's why, why you're listening here. for That's the giggles. Why you love us for, for the, the giggles and the crystal. I just realized. I mean, I, I think I knew a long time ago that the reason why that uh, a champagne flute has a stem is you're supposed to grab the glass by the stem so that you don't get your grubby paws all over <laughs> the top part. And on mine, you can see there's can like residue of candy. <laughs> Um, cheese, popcorn, and mashed potatoes, because I've been grabbing it like, like mango. So, oh, I got it. You yeah. don't, you don't manhandle it. You don't want to manhandle it, because you'll first burn but it, the champagne. But it feels good. But you'll also cover it in disgusting grease like I have, because I am, um, I'm essentially a toddler. We should also share, and I'll post a picture of this to Instagram later, we are drinking champagne mixed with champagne flavored energy drink. Please tell them what kind though. The brand name is Bang. We're getting banged right now. Burp <laughs> burp. Sponsored by Bang. Champagne and Bangers. Champagne and Bangers. Ba- bang Yeah. I think Bangers are uh, British potatoes. Bangers. Bangers, potatoes? bangers and mash I, I think might No, I I always am loath to say something that I'm not positive about on a podcast. <laughs> But I thought bangers and mash was corn and mashed potatoes. So, is bangers the potatoes or the corn? Yeah. 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 So, for sure. But no, we're getting banged. We're getting banged. Ding! Thanks, champagne. Thanks. Every time you hear the champagne glasses (laughs) clink, take a shot! (laughs) Because, oh, well, you know, maybe you packed fireball on your long run. Remember when we did an hour and 15 long episode on the first half of Trans Rockies, and then we got 10 minutes into the second part of that conversation? Without talking about about trans trans Rockies at all. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, first off, first important business, every single episode is our new patron. Yes, welcome. And I have to say a special shout out to these patrons because our patrons get to be trans Rockies themed while talking about trans Rockies. That is delightful. (laughs) Wow. First up on the list, I know, we're in rare form today. Yes, we are. Ding! Hope you're drunk. Take a shot. (laughs) First new patron is Mr. Dorsemus Matt Williams. Matt, who is part of oh. a, a, a unit yeah. uh, of he and Chelsea. Yes. Both, both donated, and th- we miss you so much. We miss much. you so much. It hurts our hearts. We actually, so badly. We actually talked on our hill repeat workout today. We just, I said, how can we be in Matt and Chelsea's faces more? How can we be in their life more? Like. Uh, we're so far away. Like, I feel like I'm at the level where I want to be like, can you just keep me on FaceTime while you go grocery Yeah. <laughs> Can you just, like, put me on in the car while you drive to work so that I feel close to you again? Because... Yes. What shirt are you wearing today? I don't feel comfortable not knowing that. I just don't like it. So thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We miss thanks, you a lot. Guys. And second, also Trans Rockies yes. team is Ms. Lindsay from Michigan. Lindsay! You're the bomb. You're Thank the you bomb. for joining us. You were uh, such a nice added flavor yes, uh, to Trans Rockies, and... Uh, also, find your Instagram account. And I'm being a total creep. A nice uh, indulgence post, Trans Rockies. Ooh. Lindsay gets into all kinds of oh, fun I can't stuff. wait to look at like it, like German fests and getting oh, her hair same. freshly dyed in like an ombre light red Ooh. to dark red. I'm oversharing Lindsay, and you're gonna be totally creeped by the fact I know all this about you. But you are important to us. Yeah. Well, when I love somebody, I creep on them very. So, so know that go. it's just a sign of love. Yeah. So, thanks. Thanks, Matt, Chelsea, and Lindsay for being our new patrons. And our Trans Rockies cult buddies. Woohoo! So, up today is part two of the Trans Rockies saga, which is stages four, five, and six, and the conclusion of the race. I should say, I felt like after the first half episode, we talked a lot about the logistics of the first half, but I felt like we didn't end up being able to have time to talk about, like, all of the auxiliary stories. Mm-hmm. Just to be clear, you and I could talk about Trans Rockies. We could do it exactly as Peter and Rose said, which is an, an episode on every single stage, including the beer miles. Easily. So, uh, definitely apologies to any uh, side stories that any of anything we missed that people felt were important. We still have, like, six hours of Trans Rockies that we could that talk we could about, talk for about. but... Um, we'll do our best on the second half. So stages four, five, and six. Okay. So Whew. stage... Oh, I think stage four might have been my favorite day because despite feeling poopy as I did every single day, I think I had the ability to pretend like I was having fun that day. Stage four was so much fun. So stage four didn't have some of the caveats of some of the other stages. So stage four was Cthulhu stage completely... You know, by coincidence sake. And it was great. I think it was 14 miles, 15 miles Oh, that's maybe? probably why I liked it. It was a shorter one. Um, but the 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 course profile for the day was up, down, creek. Yeah. It wasn't like Hope Pass where we were geared up to go up and down. And then the last, you know, seven miles kind of like caught dry, us off guard. Yeah. Bullshit. It was like every part of stage four was a thing. It wasn't just like miles yes, to get through. It was novel. It was an up, it was a down, and then it was a creek run, which was which was the so jam. Oh fun. Let's begin with. We were dressed as old men. We were dressed as old dudes. Annie yeah. bought me some um powder blue polyester pants. That's a lot of peas. Um good thing we got that new pop mic. Pop, pop, pop. Um, <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> but they they were like one grandpa too small for me. They might have been a petite grandma pants. <laughs> maybe like, I really hope that's because true. because there was a I lot of zip them. moose knuckles was, <laughs> for grandpa pants. It, it, that's true, but it wasn't like a uh, part of the costume that I didn't. Oh have no! My it pant, definitely was, just as planned. Didn't have my pants on, but it, I just realized if I had suspenders on, it didn't matter if I had them mm-hmm. completely open, which ended up being the right vibe for my tummy as I ascended and descended from mm-hmm. altitude and just like just wow and then and as small as your petite grandma grandpa pants were mine were on the opposite end as far as being super big which i swear when i tried them on at goodwill before i purchased them they were a lot bigger than when i put them on for stage four so but did you have to carabine them to your backpack i did not so (laughs) because suspenders so oh we learned an important fact that day which is like our packs have been hurting us it's sort of like the byproduct of like a multi-day event is that you carry a lot of weight because you're carrying a lot of water and our shoulders and our traps were so, so sore like, and I think it it's was the most painful thing of our body and I think it was the heavy packs in combination with sleeping on a pad at night in we the tent. Yeah. Yeah. Like the thing is our legs were never tired or sore. We felt I mean we I did something, right? I don't know. We did something right. We trained in some way that actually benefited us because it was never my legs that were slowing us. Just your brain and your face. Just my brain and my face. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but so we uh, we ascended with Andrew from Cachula, who was uh, donning a tutu. And got to join us for all of stage four, which was really fun. Amazing. And his friend from the previous year, Leloyd, who uh, I will love till the day he dies. And even though I've only known him in my life for four hours total. He's that seems remarkable. Just the kind of person where I'm just like... I, you have touched me and I will always love you. There were so many, again, to reiterate from the last episode, everybody was the dude. Everybody yeah. was somebody that you were like, I want to see what your life is like for yeah. a week. Can yeah. I just live with you for a little bit? Yeah, while? yeah. Can I like, just crawl I love in a you. backpack I love and hang you. out with you? Let yeah. me share my life's aspirations with you. And then, and then There's you, no small talk. There's no small talk at Trans Rockies. People are like, How, do you think it's like hard having children when there are like pressures from like other parents and you're just like... Hi, I met you ten minutes ago. Oh, it's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, it's good. It's really it's nice favorite. to skip bullshit. Like, what's your favorite race? Like, why do you run? It's just like, like, when we talked to that guy Ross where it was just like, what's the weirdest thing that ever happened to you? And he's like, oh, I'll tell you. And it was deeply weird. It was like, you know. And if you want to know, you need to talk to Ross. Yeah, actually, I shouldn't divulge that information and I shan't because I'm a lady. <laughs> um... It was pretty juicy, though. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So no small talk, and uh, so we climbed to the top of a beautiful vista, which is just a three hundred and sixty view with like two basins on each side, and then Snow Cap Peaks another, on other yeah. on other side. And just to be clear, not just a three hundred and sixty view, but a three hundred and sixty view of mountains in every in every direction. So we played music, took photos, and then Andrew and the Lloyd and the and the two of us danced like. Like, gay Teletubbies in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean that in the traditional sense. Yes, yes. Uh, Uh, It was so much fun. But the altitude was getting to everybody, because they literally were like, they danced and jumped a little bit, and then everyone was like, I can't. Oh, yes. We totally need to stop drinking so much bang, because we never finished the thought of why our traps were hurting so bad and what we did as a result. So. Go, 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 go. So, we decided that we could strap them around our hips and then just, like, use the little clippies and then clip them to our hips. It was the most relief we had seen in four days. I I feel like this is the reason I've been ultra running for the last five years is to have this epiphany (laughs) that you can wear a hydration vest around your your waist. It was so so good to take it off. If you get to mile 60 and you're just like, my traps hurt and it's just the thing that's going to break me. Put it around your waist like a giant dumb fanny pack. It will change your life. It was so good. Oh, it was yeah. so good. So, yeah, if it, if you're having a hard time in a race, I suggest putting your hydration vase, vest around your waist or, B, pulling your shorts down to your knees and just letting the air touch your, your labes. I, I mean, we've both done that in yeah. different events. Mm-hmm. I have taken down my bike shorts while descending a mountain and let the open mountain air just graze my chubbies. Write it down. <laughs> It's very Lena Dunham of like sunning your sunning your vag oh, yeah. to like yeah, yeah. let the let the power yeah. in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's why we wore our hydration vests on our way. That's why. To let the power in. And if you can't follow, you should get banged and have some champagne. Oh man, I would say twenty percent of our podcast now have just been like drunk silly nonsense. Okay, so. Uh, we started a little bit of descending while listening to Arrested Development, which was making us all cry with laughter. Um, I had a little bit of struggle, as I always do on the way up. But then we had a consistent, technical. somewhat, somewhat technical in the Not beginning. Not somewhat. Very. Oh, at the beginning. It was quite it technical. It got more technical as we descended. But we just went full, like, Clydesdale mode and just, like, passed a bunch of people and just, like, s- like just smashed feet. And we've said this before but it's worth restating, growing up a trail runner in Ohio absolutely has its advantages when it comes yeah. to technicality yeah. because few places, the Rockies including included, have rocks, roots, and technicality mm-hmm. like Ohio trails do. Mm-hmm. So we hit this technical descent, and there was definitely some people that we had not seen True. in previous stages because True. they were too far ahead of us that we were just bombing pass because and this feeling. is not this is no shame on them there's lots of people that those technical descents that's where they're going to break their face or their ankles sure and we were just having a blast yeah, I mean I'd like to say we're allowed to pat ourselves in the back for something because I drag because we did so- not anything else yeah I mean I dragged my sorry ass up the mountain every day it, at least I can say I know that I'm good at this so we descended Kind of quickly enough to sort of keep Andrew and Leloyd, which was fun. Like we yeah. yo-yoed with him a little bit, which is nice to feel like like they probably thought, well, we'll just immediately drop them. Yeah. So that was kind of fun to feel like we can hang out with the big Although boys. We say that that like they would think that they could immediately drop us. What Andrew was actually thinking is, This is the best day ever. I yeah, love this. He wasn't thinking anything. He was just thinking, Choo choos! Yay! Buttons, fireball! Dancing! I know and Leloyd was carrying Uh, Fireball and maple syrup, like the... The packets. It's like tap, or I forget what it's called. The, like, the the sports drink maple drink, which is just maple syrup and salt and ginger, I think. Yeah, we drank maple syrup and fireball, (sighs) and it was just, like, warmed my very soul. It was so good. Um, But I have to back up a little bit. So on the descent, when we were, like, bombing it and passing some people maybe that we didn't see on any other stage before or after, it turns out, I just had to imagine, like, what does it feel like to get chicked by women dressed as old, <laughs> as as old, old dudes. Names. And, like, again, like, trans Rockies ended up being this completely different vibe than I expected. Like, it wasn't, like, super race-like. But, like, I, I pride ourselves, mm-hmm. if I could say that. I pride ourselves on being the people that seem like they're being silly but are still Competent working hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... It just felt really fun to be in a silly costume while, like, crushing. kind of crushing a yeah. thing. Um, but I had to imagine, like, some of those people had to have been like, I haven't seen these women at all this whole yeah. time. I see them in their goofy costumes in the morning, and then I don't see them till nighttime. Right. And then to just see us, like, flying by in yeah. 100% polyester <laughs> pants, holding our grandpa glasses to With, our face. With, like, a terry cloth bucket hat made in the 50s. That's no hyperbole. Made in the 1950s. It disintegrated on my head, which seemed totally worth it. So we crush the descent. We end up catching Andrew and Lloyd like towards the end of that. And Eli. Wasn't Eli with Mm -hmm. us on that, too? Mm -hmm. Um, So our third Cthulhu teammate. So it was just, as it was most of the week, like a big, happy Cthulhu family, which was so fun. And just like in previous stages, they had really hyped up the potential... Difficulty. Negative difficulty or negative feeling of one of the features of this stage, which was the creek run. So we were in the. They kept talking about how you will be running in a creek, um, and not a creek bed. A, no, creek. a, a creek. You are in like a, a deep river. Creek. Yeah. Um, I think they said. I think it ended up being a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe a little bit more than that, but that was essentially how you finished out the stage. It was an up, down creek run. And we were kind of both prepared to be in like shin-deep water where like maybe the force against the current. Yeah, so that the so that maybe the force of it would be the thing that was a hindrance, meaning like it would feel like maybe we were running in mud or something right. like that. Right. And we got there and the water was more than a puddle, but it was maybe ankle. No, it was more than that, I guess. It was more than ankle deep. So we'll say we'll say shin. High ankle lotion. Yep. And that was another section that we just had a blast. We had a hysterical time. Like I almost felt like roller coaster giddy, which yeah. is like as soon as it goes, I'm just laughing hysterically yeah. the whole time. That's how I felt on the creek run part. I yeah. thought I want to giggle until I piss my pants. It was so good. It and it was just like we were I was taking risks I wouldn't normally take where I was just like, I'm gonna go through this as fast as I can and hope I end up at those rocks over there and just been like, wow, I did. <laughs> Um, also having poles was very helpful. Did we use them a lot? I used them all the way down the creek. No, that's true. That's true. And we had, um, we had actually, uh, I'll say congealed with our Cthulhu teammates at the end of the descent. And then Andrew took like a bear roll. And opened up a cut that he had gotten on his hand from Challenger from doing his first 14 or a while before, um... So we were like, you should definitely take a, a yeah. moment to clean it out. Yeah. And while he did that, we just dusted them, apparently. Because yeah. he was like, we tried to catch you guys, and you must have just blazed because... Did we finish before them on the day? Yes! What? Yes, because, like, Go so us. they didn't they didn't catch us because, again, I think we were just, like, laughing hysterically into the sunset Is while we did this that, creek run. And then we finished, like, on a flat, dusty road after we came up... Is yes, because like, the... we came into town. We came into Redcliffe. It was a dusty road that kind of went down, kind of like, whatever. What day was, like, the minefield? Were those big, were those... That was day three. Never mind. That was for last episode. Okay, I was there for that, too. Um, but, yes, yeah, so we did the creek part, and, again, it was Oh, reassur- yeah, I remember now. It was reassuring to grow up doing trails where we have, because, to me, like, the fact that the rocks weren't covered with slippery moss or yeah, things like that, that. it nice. was, like... You know, we've been doing orienteering stuff where we have to, it's easier to follow a creek by being in it for a long time. Like, just, you know, that's what our training is for. everything is like the shiny, better, more amazing version in Colorado of whatever you know out here. Like, mountain biking, trail running, climbing, all those things. It's like, it's like when you go to like a shitty carnival and ride rides and then you go to Cedar Point. You're like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. That's what Colorado always feels like to me. Like like when you go to like a ski resort in Ohio you're like you know, Okay. four runs and you could pretty much just like barrel roll down the hill you go to Colorado and you're like oh fuck this is insane <laughs> that's how like everything just feels bigger better shinier and more fun and the creek thing was no different. Yeah, like the equivalent of crossing the country on your bike and then somebody's like, I rollerbladed across America. Or I rode my unicycle across <laughs> America. You're lies. like, oh, I oh, thought no. I was doing the big thing. Yep. I wasn't. Just like that. <laughs> so we finished and went straight to ma- Mango's? Yes, like, Mango's. Which is a uh, like a taco and margarita bar in town. That's right at the... So we alluded before, like, the first stage and not having somebody to shove a burrito in our mouth, mm-hmm. like as soon as we were finished, was kind of like, but well, I need food, yeah, like, help put me. put the food in my help, mouth, yeah, me. help me. So stage four ends at the Mexican restaurant, so it was like, it really was like, you finish, you walk into the restaurant, yeah. and I don't mean like any kind of a walk, the finish line is literally the front door of the restaurant. It is. So we got to walk in, they have a, a taco bar that you just paid to do buffet style, and it was yeah. like, Everything is going to be okay. Yeah, you could basically get in, like, a jacuzzi-sized bowl of sour cream and be like, I'm fine here. I'm, I'm just going to put this all over my face. I should say, after we finished, we had a volunteer take our finish line picture in front of... Because they had, like, a backdrop for mm-hmm. each one of the stages. And the volunteer that took our finish picture for Old Dude Day, Old Dude Day was no shit. Wearing, like, the exact same fucking outfit that we were wearing... As old dudes, as a volunteer, oh, yes, an it old, was like he was an old man with red suspenders yeah. on, and he looked exactly like, like us. And like a fedora, just like I was wearing yeah. glasses, just like Lauren was wearing. He was, he was like, spew- "You got your inspiration somewhere, I see." Yeah, it was. We should it, have taken a picture with him. Yeah, it was really great. He ended up being the one that uh, drove our shuttle back to the airport too. Oh yeah, that was scary. But um, yeah, so we we stuffed our faces with uh, tacos. And margaritas. I ended up shoving my face full of margaritas. You were I taking half a, of one. You were taking it a little easy because I was your worried face that I was had allergic. exploded. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this in the previous episode, but I got really bad windburn sunburn on my lips, and they basically swelled up. And so did my eyes started to like close as well. I just had some face issues. Just had a real puffy face. I had a puffy, painful face, and in the past, the reason why I had that is because I had an allergic reaction to alcohol, so when we got to margaritas, I was terrified, and Annie was like, you should still drink it. <laughs> turns out I was right. Yeah, it turns out you're right. I had a half of one and a bunch of water, but I still had a really good time <laughs> hanging out with everybody, and, like, people were get, people were wiling out, like... Huda, the race director, and his girlfriend were there, and we were, like, heckling them, and they were heckling us, and, like, umbrellas flew off of the patio. We were watching from, like, a third-story patio down where the other finishers were coming in, so people were clapping. It was just, like, it's, like, the essence of the, like, out west, everything's the best vibe. We're just, like, I love everyone. I love running. I love beer. I love the sunshine. Like, every it's just, like... It doesn't, I can't peak harder than that. It was like one of those moments that you have where you're like, oh my God, this is our life. Yeah, exactly. Like, we won an entry into this race Mm -hmm. because our family and friends that love us turned in nominations so that we could win an entry to be here, sitting out west, giggling and getting drunk after crushing 15 miles through the mountains. So juicy. It doesn't get better than that. Except for whatever thing comes next. Whatever. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, we proceeded to take the shuttle from the finish line restaurant back to where we were camping. And I won't even try to recap how delightful that van trip was. Um, but oh, we my were, God. But we were oh. all just, like, having ran and then drank for several hours and then just shoving us on a carrying van. carrying a margarita in a cup. Down, like, the craziest, like, mountainside, cl- like, cliffside switchbacks in a van. So bets on if this woman would spill a margarita out of just, like, an open solo cup on this crazy mountain also, drive. Also, party time thing. Big ups to the shuttle guy who was just like, yeah, you can bring a margarita in here. I don't give two fucks. And then uh, Matt, our new patron, was narrating in, like, a PBS America uh, voice. So the, hit, the made-up history of, of features around us. Like, there's no recapping... The, the hysterics that happened on this van ride, but it was, to quote maybe Andrew and several others, the best car ride ever. It was the best car it ride was It was the best car ride ever. And I actually have a video of it, so I might have to go back and review Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so stage four was the tits. It was the tits. It was the tits. Where did we stay that night? We stayed. Oh, yes. That's where we got to take a nap! Oh yeah. Which is like that. Wait, line. wait, I'm sorry. We should have started that. Stage four was the We day- got to take a nap. <laughs> Sometimes you remind me so much of your daughter. Usually the opposite, but just now it was very arborous. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we napped because it was finally just not exactly too hot at midday to sleep in a tent, which was delightful. And because it was a shorter mileage day, we had enough time. Like, we just ended up feeling like we were just, like, go, go, going the whole time and didn't have much time to just kind of chill out. Or, like, the Leadville day on stage two where it was, like, we should have chilled out, but we didn't know any better, so we were, like, putzing around town and stuff a bunch. We knew the value of the time to take... Mm -hmm a nap, so we Mm -hmm. did that on stage four, which was great. It was great. It was juicy. Again, the key to everything was getting drunk early. That's true. (laughs) And we did that night because we definitely, we went to the entire race meeting that night because uh, Papa Andrew was speaking on behalf of Cthulhu. And then that evening is when we sort of like, kind of gelled with our big group where we like, just hung out in Chillville, which is like a place where you can snack and and just vibe, you know, just vibe out with your dudes. Just vibing. Um, And we passed around the fireball, made up some very inappropriate games, said some very inappropriate things. In the best way. I don't think I can repeat literally any of it. I, uh, I'm going to share on your behalf. Oh, no. So, I'm just going to say, on that that evening, the the shot term baby bird was invented. Oh, no. Which was somebody taking a shot and giving it to another person. Uh I have to say I feel like it's really indicative of the crowd at Trans Rockies. There was more people than you could imagine that had no no fucking problem <laughs> giving or getting a shot from a complete stranger. <laughs> Mouth. Mouth. So baby bro- uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> for for you listeners out there, <laughs> become a patron. Become a patron and know <laughs> what she just did. But yeah, so just like everybody was down to, down to clown. And again, just finding out that everybody is the dude, everybody was also just down. Like and so you know what? people were just into whatever weirdness. We were just chanting one of us, one of us. And like people would just come join the circle. It was just like, it was one of those nights where you stay up too late at camp and people just get silly and weird.
1: And those becomes
0: the stories that you tell every year for the rest of the time that the summer camp exists. Luckily, we did a few shots, got the raging party going, and then like tiptoed out at like 8.45 and were in bed by nine, which was also critical because day five nearly fucking killed me. So, day five, we dressed up as hippies. Mm-hmm. We got some really soft jersey printed bell bottoms we from Amazon. We rolled some on. super tight J's. Yeah. Um, and had like flower crowns and like hippie glasses on. And we were freezing at the start and we hung out inside Mango's, which is the bar we drank at the night before. Which was great. Um, we uh, got to hang out a little bit beforehand. And then started like on the main street in Red Cliff, which is where Mango is, which is great because, because we're not very good at geography," said the navigator. Uh-huh. Um, we were like, "Wait, because we on day five we we ran from Red Cliff to Vale, which I think driving by car are not that far apart from each other. But as we were running into Red Cliff on day four, we were like, "Is this Vale? Uh, <laughs> not uh, not really no, thinking really- about." We really did so, think we were, I really thought we were in Vail. So, Red Cliff is like the, mm, I'll say the Podunk Town version of a big city. Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of comedic that we would ever think Red Cliff and Vail. Vail is where the richest people in the world yeah. have a ski, Yeah. a ski chalet. Yeah. Anyway, so we started on the main road in Red Cliff in front of the Mexican restaurant on day five. And just did a... Slow ass grindy walking climb. I think it was out. an eight mile climb. It was a walking road climb into a gravel climb into a single track climb and it went on forever. And luckily, people again very transparent about they would do a course overview yeah. every night the night before to say, like, this goes on and mm-hmm. on and on. Like, there was not, there, there was no surprises, which is good. And they always like overthrow the flag with they like it's going to be 26 miles and it'll be 24 it's going to be 5,000 feet of gain and it will be 4 so they're just always like it will be the worst thing that ever happened to you and then you'll get there and be like this is hard but I can do this because I was expecting much worse yes and it's good don't stop doing that Huda and yeah, other no, race, race, race crew and also if you run trans Rockies, just take whatever they say word is bond yeah. as like if they say 26 miles and 5,000 feet again, gain, just be dialed into that. And True. if it's shorter or less climb than that, yeah. you'll just be ecstatic. When I was in high school, I always thought they were saying, word is bong. And I thought, oh. like the Word is bong, son! Word is bong. Like, my word is as strong as my bong. Oh, we should take a beer bong to a future event. <gasps> and it should have a birth bar sticker on it. Birth barf bong! Ooh. Bit, bit. Um... <laughs> So, the sweeper was ahead of his usual game, which is a dick move on his part. Yeah, and I feel like... he almost like, swept us. I know you're out there because you're listening to this because there's nothing else worth listening to about Trans rocky sure. Part 2. Sure. For sure. This is the content. This is the content. Um, and I'm sorry, all I know about you is Jessica's dude who's shirtless and very jacked. Yeah. Um, I would like to know, like, the background behind what happened because we were not at cutoff pace. No, I... I think, and I'm, to- I'm just, I'm totally going based on my memory, which I'm, I've i gotten banged so hard at this point. <laughs> banged so hard at this point, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I think the first cutoff for the first aid station was noon. It's supposed to be. And I think. He was on ended us up at 1045. Yes, we ended up yeah. catching the sweeper. I think it was even earlier than 1045. It was 1045. I will never forget looking at my watch at this moment because I panicked. But we had, yeah. So anyways, we ended up being by the sweep Like, and just one of the sweeps, so not you, Jessica. Jessica must have been doing exactly what she was supposed to be doing. But it, like, it It kind of scared the shit out of us because it was kind of like, and we had had a couple of rough days, so, like, day three was super fucking rough on you. And, like, you had several days where you had just got punched in the head with altitude. And so the sweeper being around us, it, it. it was just kind of like, because we, I think we had come to grasp, like, hey... Each day, the altitude is going to have a significant impact, but it's okay. We will get through this. And on day five, having the sweet bee around us, it was like, no, no, no. like we're no. Okay. we're okay. Getting by on this, but we're not okay. Not being allowed to finish because we got swept yeah. or something. And in the end, we finished with so much time. Yeah. so it was, it was just, just silly. It was just one of those things where it's panicky. Like when you are racing cutoffs or you're by a sweep, it it's just not a great feeling that it leaves you with. But it ended up being fine, and he didn't even say anything to us. Like so, anyways. No, and now I'm starting to forget the rest of day five because it hurt me so badly. I've so I deleted it. So so, so, da- so day me? five was really rough. So. Day five, I think, was twenty three miles. Yeah. And we were up at or above ten thousand feet for a big, big. So remind me what happened after that initial. So we did the eight mile forever climb. And then we were up in the wooded section where it was actually a really pretty single track section. We took our topless shirt. I remember we met we met a woman from Harlem. No? Was she on the Harlem running team? No, she was with Under Armour. got through Under Armour. But she's from New York. Yeah, I think she's from York. And she Brooklyn, took our maybe? picture for us and we ran with her for a little while and I was really like I, I couldn't enjoy Colorado at this moment. I was like, And it was fuck beautiful. This, it was beautiful. Fuck, that, fuck everything. I was getting I had the migraine, I had the wawas, I had like um disassociative And stage five was unique in that most of the stages. You kind of went up to the high thing, kissed it, and then came down. And day five was like, you go up, and then you're just up, and you're just up, and you're just up, and you're just up. Oh, this is the day that we went through the... We went... um, We crisscrossed up a ski... A big ski mountain. In Vail. In Vail. And then one that I've been on before. And then got to the top. And then sort of like... We rode the ridge of the ski mountain for a long while. There was a really good aid station up there. Mm -hmm. Um, we matched up with our friend, Abel, up there. Yep. And listened to some music together. Yep, and but we were... I don't want to minimize that part that we were up, because it was miles of being up, yeah. like, at the top of the ski area. Yeah, I really and wanted like, to die. Yeah, and it was, about, like... We were at the, like, I remember seeing a sign for the high point for the day and it was like eleven six or something and it was a little bit of like a fuck waterfall moment where like women in front of us were taking pictures with the sign that said like high point and it was like, you were just miserable. I don't remember seeing it. Like, you were just miserable. This is also the day that there was like a small cliff band that we had to like climb down. Yeah, that was actually fun. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. so we did the the part where we were up high, and then we started to descend a little bit, and then we did, we essentially did miles of switchbacks to get from the ski area into the town of Vail. This is the day I passed out. This is the day you passed out! Yeah, I would like to toast to that, because Annie knows that I've always wanted to run so hard that my soul left my mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. And that happened to me on day five. Um, I had some moments early on where... I was looking at my hands on my poles, and this has happened to me in hard mountain biking races, where you just, you look at your hands and you're not sure who you are. Mm -hmm. So we were coming down quickly from elevation. And I remember looking at Annie and thinking, like, is that my mom? Or my sister? Or my cousin? Or my friend? Like, what they do here. (laughs) Like, I really was having, like, nonsense thoughts, right before this happened. And that's why I said later on when I could barely breathe, like, I think I know the cues now, which is, like, getting out of touch with reality completely. Like, not hallucinating, but being like, what am I doing? Who What am I doing here? Like, I'm moving fast. Who am I? And then it was, like, a head rush and all the blood left my face. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about this. And I should say, too, like, I don't know what elevation this was at, but we were almost back to, like, uh, I'll say normal height by then, because we had come down miles from the yeah. top. Yeah, Um Just, and I don't, that's not to diminish it at all. I'm just saying, like, I think you were so impacted by that day and the whole week, like, because I, I also want to reemphasize, like, you got punched in the head with an altitude headache yes. every single day mm-hmm. as soon as we hit, like, 9.5. Yeah. Nine? Sure, so we yeah. were probably da- back down at 9-ish, and... Um, and I just got that blood rush. And then I, I it didn't go black, but it was just like I lost agency. And we were running downhill on these switchbacks, like pretty, pretty wide sweeping switchbacks, like straight across the ski hills. And I just hear from behind me, Lauren goes, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I like turn around <laughs> and she's just like... She's just, like, melting into the ground, like, but still walking forward with her tracking pole. And I have to give it to you, and this is how I shouldn't, I, I feel like I've, I've shared this with you before, but I feel like I shouldn't tell you again. I know that when something's, when something's not wrong, you're like, I feel terrible. I can't breathe. I need to go to the hospital. And I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. But when things are really bad, that's when you just apparently go, oh, no, oh, no, and then just squat lower and lower to the ground as you move forward. And so I turn around, and Lauren's just, like, staring off into the distance. I think it's hilarious that this is making you laugh, because I turn around, and Lauren's not looking at me. She's, like, looking through me like I'm a magic eye poster, and she just goes, I can't see anything, and I said, it's the altitude, it's the altitude, she goes, I know it's the altitude, and like, you were totally chill, I was, like, .06% from hysterical crying, and I know, I know what a time waster that is, (laughs) very efficiency minded, oh, that's literally the first thing I thought, I thought. It'll close up my throat, and then I won't be able to breathe, and I won't be able to run, and I won't be able to stop crying, because I do that thing where I get, like, hysterical laughing, and then yeah. I can't stop crying. Yeah. Same thing with, like, you know, like, uh, back when I had, um, wow, the word is escaping me, hypothermia. Uh, like, I just can't, once I go over the edge, I can't return. Yeah, you have to put edge. it back in the box. Yeah. You have to shove it back right. in the it's box. Right, it's like putting a parachute back in a, like, a handbag. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, no time. No time for hysterical crying. Because it's like, you know, when you bonk your coconut and when you fall off your bike, you're just like, I don't know why I'm crying, but I'm scared. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I just had a heart attack. I cannot waste time on, like, getting hysterical over this. So I was like, I need 60 seconds. And that's what we took. And then I walked. And then I ran again. And I'm glad I didn't give it any credence or any time. Because I very easily could have just sat on a rock and sobbed for 20 minutes after that. And I'm not heartless. I know that anytime altitude stuff comes up, the first thing is get down. So it was like, Mm -hmm. we're going, we're already like going down. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing to be done but to move expediently to get down. and, And I'm very proud of myself for doing that. Yeah, you are very chill about it, which was why I was like, "I hope she doesn't die on me." Because yeah. uh, when she's chill, that's when I'm like, "Oh, it's an act. It's a it's a real bad thing." So like, we had a couple times go continuing down the switchbacks that you would be like, oh, we need to walk," so we would walk for a minute, and then I think we pass. If I kept going harder, I would have just kept passing out. Like, uh, like indubitably. I would have for sure just kept, like, losing steam and, like, collapsing. And I should reemphasize, I don't think... You didn't ever fall or, no. like, anything like that, I think... It went slowly. And you said that it felt like you were... I forget what you call it, but we used to call it a sleeper hold growing yeah, up. Yeah, we used which to was call like, it cloud nine. So, like, if you, you d- like, stop the blood flow to your yeah. brain and you are you just kind of, like... <laughs> and you pass out. We used to do it to, like, kids in, the, like, eighth grade parties... You would have them put their head between their legs. Don't do this at home. Please do not do this. And then pant as hard as you could. And then you'd pull your head up really fast. And then two people would push their hands on your neck. How did we not send ourselves to the fucking so hospital? So you guys did a different. So where I grew up, you would just like straight up like <laughs> you, you just did like a wrestling move on Sleep sleeper hold. That's sleeper hold. That's like the. Totally like the urban version of what we were doing. Oh, what you talking about? Yeah, that's like some fucking hillbilly shit. We just put him in a sleeper. I'm all class. Yeah, okay. And more ass. <laughs> True. Uh yeah, that's what so yeah. it feels like. So you pass out, you're great. Or I was, not pass out. You I, were, was, I was great. Yeah, you're fine. I was fine. So we continued the descent into Vale. We ended up running with our dear friend Abel, from Hong Kong, who we interacted with quite a bit during the week. And there's just, there are, like, certain qualities that I almost feel like I can't, like, list until they happen, but there are certain qualities in people that you race or run or do any kind of, like, endurance or struggling effort with that just makes you think or recognize, like, they are one of us. Oh, like, yeah. we are we are people. Yeah. And uh, Or this is my people. And one of the things with Abel was that we were going down this downhill after a long day of being at altitude and... She, like, we just silently, like, ran him. in step mm-hmm. for the entire rest of the stage. And Not it was several lame. miles. We were listening to Whitney Houston as, no, but, as loud as it was. But, like, go. I didn't feel like we had to we didn't have placate to a bell. We didn't have to no. be like, are you coming with us? We would have to be like, like, do you hate our music? It was just like... And now we leave into the sky with a flock of birds in a perfect V formation. Like, we do this together. Yeah. Like, we were, we are in this together. Yeah. And it was just delightful. So, like, we, uh, you played, like, not power ballads, like, uh, Whitney Houston. Or dance Mariah, with somebody, Carrey, yeah. Mariah Carey, yeah. Um, I think you you still had some, towards the beginning of playing, like, Whitney Houston, I was, like, belting out singing, and you were kind of like, I can't do any of that. And you're like, but you can do that. I was like, okay, good, because I'm gonna. I'm <sighs> gonna if gonna sing I could have, I would have. Bit. Not being able to sing through Trans Rockies is maybe one of the saddest things for my soul. I know. I remember you saying like you felt like you couldn't be yourself a little bit really because hard. you didn't have the energy to like do the jazz. Yeah. Like can't dance, can't joke, can't sing. This is one of the great, uh, mm, not dichotomy. Dichotomy when two different yeah. things intersect. No, I think that's uh, maybe intersections intersection sure of trans rockies which is like everybody's there to have fun and like kick it and it's also super fucking hard yeah like just so one of the things yeah. like be, just and maybe us running trans rockies in costume is a perfect uh embodiment of that concept yeah, which is like is perfect there which is the most silly and the most hard yeah. so like it was like everybody kind of like Eats whatever and Mm -hmm. goes to sleep whenever and like everybody's friends and we all love each other and we're still doing twenty plus fucking miles at altitude Mm -hmm. through the ski mountains of Mm Vail and I just, it just, there's just so many things going on in Trans Rockies and I felt I felt that the most I think on stage five when it was like we're dressed up as hippies with fake blunts hanging out of our mouth while. Well, passing out like we're in sleeper hold <laughs> and scream singing Whitney Houston as we yeah. run into Vale as hard as we can. Yeah, I like that where it just teeters on the edge of insanity, but is also like supposed to supposedly be like a thing normal people. Do. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we finished day five with uh, a bell after a hard day of running, mm-hmm. and it. We made sure to cross the finish line together because mm-hmm. she just. She, we had had lots of lovely interactions with her prior to that, and this was just like the the height of yes. that, is us finishing this thing together. We also finished, and then Gordy Ainsley finished shortly after us, after doing an early start, he finished shirtless and, and, not sunburned, but like gloriously tanned like a fucking toasted marshmallow, and was so cooked, he laid down on the ground and ate wet, dirty popcorn out of grass, and then asked me to bring him a beer. And I wanted to be like, you fuck... Yeah, yeah, I will. I want to be a dick to you, but I can't because you're the godfather of ultra running. So instead of calling you out like the bitch that you are, I will bring you a beer. And I did. I brought him and his other running pal a beer and I was like, okay. Delany? Nope. Gilly. (laughs) Anyway, that was the first day where like I got to the showers and was just like, can I, how do I put toothpaste on toothbrush i don't have to wash my hair like this. and there were so many things going on at stage five so we finished and camped on like the athletic fields of vale so we after we took showers we were going to go into town or we went into town to vale to get dinner and the the feeling of like staring into the vastness of space yeah. while trying to move yourself uh I was continued cooked. i was cooked yeah we went down into whatever ski resort that was where were we, where were we then vale no we were in Vail that night, Where were we? Ski, ski resort stuff was not Vail night. I know, but yeah, the night that we got back and we went to go eat pizza... That was in Vail, stage five. Okay, yeah, so we went into town to get pizza that night and did some shopping. Yeah, and we, um... No offense to the citizens of Vale, but I was like excited to be near town again and kind of putz around Vale, and it just was not the flavor that I wanted. And like it's, we didn't have great service at our pizza place. It was too white and too rich for us. Uh, yeah, so I was kind of bummed about that, but, but maybe <laughs> I I should also say like a big caveat is. So we ended up slamming like, can you remember what we got on our pizza? I can't even remember what our pizza looked like. I just stared into the void like the oh, whole time through pizza. like I was not. Human. I think I was wearing a down jacket because I was, I was out of whack and just like it was like 75 and sunny and we were both like and we twitching to, and we went to several like places trying to find. What were we trying to find that was like a drugstore? Oh, I wanted neosporin for my lips. Because every night from I mean, do you feel my... confident in saying it was sunburn now? Yeah. Or windburn? Yeah. So like uh and this started happening to me and lots of other people too, where we would ever there was like more than a handful of people that would wake up every morning with a a significantly swollen bottom lip from wind and sunburn. So after we got pizza for dinner, we were like on the hunt for neosporin yeah. and it was just kind of like I think what tip- is now, for next year or any year that I do it, is to take a vat of Vaseline and zinc oxide and mix them and put them on until you have a clown mouth every single like, day. Yeah, like full lifeguard. Full lifeguard zinc your mouth and then cover it with Vaseline so you don't get one. Yeah, run. yeah. So, um, so yeah, they'll continue to just be weird because. Tell them about Patagonia Store and how we got recognized. Oh, so uh, went to the Patagonia Store in Vail. I know, pinky's up. And we went directly to the clearance rack. (laughs) Yeah. That's what you do at the Patagooch store. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I ended up buying a pair of shorts and I was checking out. And there was uh, two of the guys that worked there that said... Oh, like we actually were in Leadville just for recreation purposes. Like on the day that Trans Rockies was in Leadville, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's so cool." Um, I jokingly said because they said something when we came in. They were like, "Oh, are you guys running? Are you guys one of the people running Trans Rockies?" Why did we blink? We were like, "How could you tell?" We're just a little bit sunburned with cracked lips, (laughs) and we look we look like we just came down from Everest. We were like, "Yes, we look cold and sunburned and." Nuts and nuts. fucking nuts, fucking nuts. So as we were checking out, and uh the two guys were saying that they were in Leadville while Trans Rockies started, and on the day that we started in Leadville, we started in Main Street. They said they were in getting like coffee or something and saw like the Trans Rockies people go by, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's so cool. And they were just asking questions about the race, and then one of the guys who I think was British, uh, I think I think that's what his name tag said. He was like. Um, somehow it came up about us being in costumes, but yeah. I don't remember how and he said he goes, Wait a second, were you guys dressed up as cave women? And I was like, <laughs> That was us So like he had seen us and he was like, My friend who's a photographer was taking pictures of you guys on the stuff I was like Oh my, God. Oh my gosh, like that's what just as cave That's right, women. we're known we're known to the attractive British man in the Patagonia store in Vale as, as the, the women dressed women. as cave women. Ooh. I'll take it. I will. (laughs) So we went back and we, I hit the hay so early that night that I actually set up the tent while you were still in the race meeting. Oh, yes, that's right. I got all of the stuff ready, put on my jammies at like 6.45 that night because I was just like, fuck everyone, all I want is a Rice Krispie square and I want to be in bed asleep in like 10 minutes. Because that day, like, I mean, it was a a long fucking day. It was like running a hard, hot 50K and then not eating dinner for two hours and just being like, who who am I? All I want to do is be in cold white sheets sleeping and playing video games. And it was funny because... um, it was not a riff, but I'll just say a riff between like the mortals and men in camp because the people who are from altitude or live in Colorado can still just drink, party, be normal. Well, they also were like this stage was the most fun because it was it was a beautiful stage. It was no, wasn't there. It was a beautiful stage, but there was a few runners that were like. People keep saying how pretty it was. Fuck this day! Yeah. I fucking hated it. I know. Judy was like that. Erica was like that. Even Gordy was like that. And I was like, thank God for all my back of packers who were yeah. just like, fuck this day. Because it was it was a it was a big day. It was just a big day. Yeah. Um so yeah, so we went to bed really early and like lots of things, just in our relationship in general, it was like each night, I think we were just kind of waiting for the other person to be like, we, we can go sleep. to bed now. <laughs> so when I got done with the pre-raise meeting and Lauren was like, because at first I thought she was just going to kick it in the tent and it turns out she was like going down for the night. It was like, oh, we can <gasps> sleep. Oh my God. Oh. You want to go to sleep too? And I was like, oh my gosh, like we're going to go to sleep while it's still a little light outside. It was nice. It was a cold night though and a very cold morning. It was. Almost impossible to Leave the stage in our Pokemon skirts and midriff tanks. Stage six! (laughs) So the last day, stage six, was, and we had warned people that uh, our costumes became less and less cohesive concept-wise, and it was mostly to prepare them for the weirdness. Day six. I feel like the Woodswoman day and day six were the most non Co- co- uh, co- conventional. Yes, non-conventional. Costume. Mm-hmm. Costume. So day six was like, shit, you can buy an Amazon slash Pokemon Go slash sexy schoolgirl school inadvertently. In um, and I t- should I should share with the audience that we put a lot of thought into not doing one note for the whole Trans Rockies event. Which was like... We did not. We're not going to be sexy the whole time. We're not going to be weird the whole time. I do we ever quite... Hit the sexy mark. Day six was sexy. You're right because we did. Day get, six was we in, get hollered at by dudes in trucks. Which yes, inadvertently sexy. So, uh, so day six was we were actually uh, initially going to do woods women on as day six day. as our finishing costume because we thought it would just be fun to have finishing photos, but. We reevaluated because we were like, we should wear that on the coldest stage mm-hmm. day. Which is perfect. And somebody gave us the feedback that I fucking love. They were like, if you wear uh, the Pokemon Go weird outfits on day six, people look at us weird in Beaver Creek, anyways. If you run through Beaver Creek in uh, those outfits, you will like, really throw people yeah. off. It will be fantastic. Do that. And we're yeah. like, we're all about throwing people off yeah. the game. So we were wearing like, uh, skirts that have like built-in I'll say suspender systems? Yes, yep, they do. <laughs> Elaborate ones. Um Pokémon like crop tops, fishnets, uh-huh. and silly glasses. Silly glasses. Um it was the closest we got to sexy during the week. It was not it was but not our plan. review of my photographs, I would not consider myself even on a scale of 10, even a 2 on a sexy meter. But, like, I just, like, most of the days during the Trans Rockies week, I think people, when we would show up for breakfast, would be like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. There was actually, although I will say there was surprisingly... Some people got it right. Yeah. Two or three people were like, Pokemon Go, and we were oh, like, what? And we had Pokemon cards, safety pin yeah. to our vest and yeah. our skirts. So it just ended up being, like... It essentially just ended up being a costume made up of what we felt like wearing. Sure. Yeah. That's Um, enough about our costumes, more about the features of the course. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Running. So day six was another 20 plus mile day. And after day stage five, I think we were both a little bit tentative about Mm -hmm. finishing it out. Like we both knew, like, we're going to finish this. It was a little bit daunting. Yes, it was a little bit daunting. So we left by by way of the actual, like, sort of ski resort. We, like, went through, went over a bridge that was over a creek, and then crossed through, like, in the town, really, like, on a regular bike path, and then through some, like, suburban neighborhoods, and then did this single-track, really tight, windy, sort of bushy climb into some beautiful aspens, which I actually was... I was feeling like shit... I still was able to appreciate the aspen section. Thanks, Rob! Yeah, really beautiful. It was as beautiful as you said. Yeah. Um, and then once we got up a little higher past the Aspens, I started being like, like having the doom feeling again. And that is when my new friend Hema, as in hemoglobin, uh, just came up behind me and was like, how you doing? And I was like, bad. Everything's bad. Fuck everything. And she just goes, "Oh." And then hugged me and then tried to feed me potato chips. And I was just like, I love it here. I love you people. Um, this is also the day that there was a helicopter taking live footage of the racers. And they had told us that there would be an hel- a helicopter over checkpoint one taking footage. Somebody please tell me how this is the most effective way to get footage. Because it looked like, uh, and we couldn't decide it if it was like a, person a person or a camera. like on like an emergency cot hanging from a helicopter, we also were not in that remote of an area, so it was like, Why not use a drone? Why Why did you pay so much money? So, I would really like to see the helicopter footage, because it was over, like, where we were, and, like, everybody was for quite a long time. Like, I hope you could zoom in on me, flicking off the helicopter the entire time it was near. I should say, too, that um, this is when we had our uh, first and only fight. Because I said, Lauren, I'm going to take a jump picture of you. Oh. And you said, I'm not really about uh, jump pictures. And I was like, fuck you. And I was like, well, fine. Then take m- a picture of me jumping. And you proceeded to take a half ass picture of me <laughs> jumping. And then I uh, fake, not even close to actually frustrated, threw my poles oh, down, yeah. that down the trail. Um, and it felt really gratifying. It felt really nice to just exhibit outwardly some kind of, yeah. Know, Rebellion. I mean, the only, quote, fight we had all week was when I told you to shut your rap music off in the hotel lobby at 2 a.m. We weren't there yet, but yes. <laughs> Good, you didn't brown out during that. I fucking did it, and I'll never forget it. Um, I forgot nothing! <laughs> I know you don't. I knew that's where you'd stand on this matter. So, <laughs> we uh, eventually... Well, we climbed a bunch of shit-ass roads that just pop up so hard and just, like, send your heart rate skyrocketing. Yeah, and there was, like, uh, dirt bikes passing us, mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. um, although I will say, the best thing about stage six was that it was broke up into a lot of different chunks. A lot of the stages had one or two flavors for the yeah, day. Yeah, this is like, six. six flavors. Yeah, it had it so many It was very different. hot and very exposed, though. We were in a lot of sun that day. Um, so, eventually, we started to descend... Some really pretty sort of like sh- uh, shady side of the mountain, wooded descents that was like very deep groove of single track, and we got in a pretty good groove for maybe five or six miles where we were just like running downhill. And it was kind of it was kind of another semi technical descent, and I say technical to mean like uh, that ditch thing is something we know very well, it's which is hard like to keep your it's feet. It's like the rut. <laughs> yeah, like swing your leg around and get it in the rut. Swing your leg because you can't. You can't run foot by foot, like, side by side. Because you'll just fall out of the rut. Luckily, we both have terrible gate dynamics. Yeah, we really do. And we're um, just giant, clod-hoppy weirdos when it comes to that. It's amazing yeah. we didn't fall down. And that was really fun. And then we ended up, like, going under a freeway via, a like, a... Uh, aqueduct! Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then we ran through town for a while. Um, and our favorite... My favorite... Um, novelty of the week which was rob had advised us one of the volunteers that there was a gas station that was on course and he said Mm -hmm. go into the gas station Mm -hmm. and get an icy and i swear that's like what got me through day six was just thinking about walking with an icy so like um we were in beaver creek or in the town of avon actually Mm -hmm. and we stopped at the gas station got a sticks got a tiger's blood Flavored Which is my icy. favorite. It was like strawberry and coconut. It's my favorite. So good. Two string cheese. Walked through Avon eating string cheese and drinking this icy. And it was fucking fantastic because it was, it was quite hot by then. And we also knew, like, strategically that a calorie bomb before doing the last climb because the the last part of the course was a pretty giant climb up a ski hill. It was not very enjoyable. No, it wasn't. I would have to say. I, I can't even sugarcoat it. Yeah. Um, so we enjoyed our, like, cruise through town. They had, like, they had volunteers stationed in town for, like, all of the road crossings and exactly where you would Insanely, want to volunteer to be. Just like, so well staffed. we'd be running along and all of a sudden somebody that we knew and loved from having interacted with them just all week would pop out recording. of a bus stop and yeah. you'd be like... Hi. What a hard job. Yay! Yeah. We're like, um, uh, Sammy Eumann would Sammy. be at a work at a road crossing with another volunteer and like hugs and so cute. just sharing our IC and being like, great. yay! It was like, great. It, just, it was very like a uh, farewell tour of the day. Yeah, it was like, Warren Craft, this is your life. Exactly. Um, and then w- we rolled through this last aid station where we got popsicles. We saw another team that was in our category and thought, Maybe we should fucking rally and try to beat these girls. Turns out, they had beat us by several hours every day, but we, they had one person who was injured, which is the only reason why we were close to them. We were like, great, she rolled her ankle. Maybe we have a chance today. Oh no, it turns out, no. No, we didn't. They dusted us. So, I decided, since we were at low altitude, I was going to lead the climb and just stay, like, steady, trucking, and I feel proud of my work there because I didn't panic and I didn't slow. I just... Hiked my booty off. Um, And it was hot and just so dry and so bright. Yeah. And it was great. One of the things that was great was like... Uh, Quite a few people, I think, had a hard day that day because of the heat. And we were like, you know what? The heat is a thing we know. Like, heat is not high altitude. Like, we'll take the heat over having a terrible fucking headache. It did go on forever, though. It was quite long. It was was very long. And it was very hot, like when it feels like the plants are breathing hot on you. Yeah, I hate that feeling. Yeah. So we had 1.6 mile descent to our last day finish. I checked in with Lauren frequently and said, I will not explode into the sun because this is exactly where I would have liked to have started running as fast as I could for the remainder of the race. And I was like, there, there's no point. I like, can't, we're not competing I for anything. I could not do it. And I would, have, I would have finished angry had I had to do that. I knew that. Okay. <laughs> um, I would have been able to speak to no one and just been like, you would have been like, yeah, I did it. I finished with a nine minute mile. And I would just be like, I hate all of you, why are you so cruel to me? Why do you insist on me be having a bad time? But you know what's funny? I felt like day six was the day that the finish almost mattered the least. Like, why? um Like, I don't think... Pe- I didn't feel like when we finished, like, or when anybody else finished, that it was like, oh my god, you did the thing! Like, I felt it kind of oh, felt... Oh, they were just like, good on you, ch- like, chum. Or like, like, it kind of felt like people were like, all right, we're done. Yes, it wasn't that triumphant. It was yeah. sort of like... Wow. Good job. Yeah, like, maybe everybody had just gotten finally to the point that we had been, like, all week, which was like... Yeah. Oh. And we got our beautiful belt buckles, which were, like, hand-carved wood that say Trans Rockies. They our finish, are gorgeous. Our finisher gorgeous. sweatshirts which are also gorgeous. by Under Armour. They're beautiful. Just, you know, more fucking free shit. So much swag. I would so say much we don't need, swag. but we need every piece of it! We need every piece of it! I would like to say that... Um, the entire like everything that happened after we received belt buckles needs to be in another podcast. I'm sorry to say wow. because that night so much happened that we're gonna have to just make it the prologue to our next podcast. That's about something else. Okay, because cool. It's actually the only real fun I had all week that I can say. Not it was like it's fun. It was fun. It was fun, and it almost killed me. It yeah, was fun. because all week we were like there was always like more than a handful of people that would go out and drink some more or play cornhole some more. And we were like, I would say seven seven out of ten times would have to be like, we have to go to sleep because we will die tomorrow. Like, this is not a thing that we can just phone in. So I finally felt like someone took me out of my straight jacket and I was like, Ah, party. I know how to party. <laughs> well, that will be good. So, we could do uh we'll do a Trandragi's part 2.5, including auxiliary stories to like add in there. Because yes. these ep- two episodes are definitely like a, our point of view. They're, too, they're about the tech they they're about the course. Yeah. The and course we, and the costumes. Like, well, I got to tell you about the silliness. Yeah, the silliness. So, yeah, okay. So, we'll talk about that more next time. And I will tell you how I actually partied. Um, I'm trying to think of anything we need to say about finishing stage six. Um I don't think so. Nope. We finished and then we sat around for a while drinking light, oh, we light beers d- and then what are those things called that you like pummel your muscles with that look like a gun? Nope. Hyper, hyper ice. Whatever hyper ice pneumatic massagers. I don't wow. know if that's what they're actually Good called. Job. But they're like if you want to get talking about getting banged. Yeah. Getting banged. <laughs> you, get you can get banged. You can get banged. Hard. Um, I do want to say, and we don't have to cover all of the post-finish events on this episode, but after we got done with the event and hung out for a little while and saw some other people finish, we got to check into our hotel in the Beaver Creek area. I just want to tell one thing because it relates to finishing this finishing the race. We checked into our fancy hotel because every hotel in Beaver Creek is fancy, uh, and Part of us checking in was that we got a complimentary bo- uh, glass of champagne. This is for next episode. No way. Yes, it no, is. No, this is part of ending. We were still in our costumes. And Lauren was, like, kept it together all week, like, through, through like, passing out and not being Didn't able to cry. see on day five. Through Didn't getting cry. a high altitude headache, like, every single day. And when we checked in the hotel and they said... Would you like a complimentary glass of champagne? Lauren just goes... I actually... I did. I choked uh, up. I got tears in my eyes. And I was just like, yeah, I do. I want champagne. So it was was so crazy, like, shifting from, like, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, to, like, like, normal life. Yeah, it's nice here. This is a very fancy lobby, and now I'm holding champagne. I kind of felt the same as when we finished our Ozark training run, and then we're, like, in the safety of my car. Yeah. Like, yeah. if, I don't know why it felt that dramatic, but it did feel that dramatic between, like, oh, my God, it somebody will shove a burrito in my mouth yeah. if I need them to. I'm safe now. I'm I safe now. Champagne. I it, Which is so funny because Trans Rockies is such, like, a luxury. It's cushy. A luxury it's event. And I still felt like, okay, I'm done. Yes, yes. I'm done. I'm done. But that's where we'll stop for uh, today. As usual, please like, review, uh, become a patron, all that good stuff. That good. Um, I know a lot of you guys are new as Trans Rocky's friends, and we're super happy to help you, uh, or to have you, and for you to help us yeah. on our goal <laughs> to world dominance <laughs> and to get everyone banged. <laughs> Until next time, we are Burf Barf. Woo!